Welcome to today's episode of Steady Improvement. We are going to talk about favors. How should you use it and in which countries does it work the best? Let's dive into it. In some social settings and in some countries, there are a strong obligation to reciprocate when someone does us a favor. It can be anything from you buying someone lunch to you give them a present. When someone buys you a lunch, you almost automatically want to reciprocate and say, I'll pay next time. This is a fascinating thing that almost is rooted in ourselves as human beings. We really don't like the feeling of owing someone something. Here is an interesting insight to how favors work in different countries. Employees in the United States is most likely to take an approach based on direct reciprocation. They, they asked the question, what has this person done for me? And felt obligated to volunteer if they owed the requester a favor. German employees, on the other hand, were most likely to be influenced by whether or not the requester stayed within the rules of the organization. They decided whether to, to comply by asking, according to official regulations and categories, am I supposed to assist this requester? Spanish Citibank's personnel based the decision mostly on friendship and norms that encourage loyalty to one's friends, regardless of position or status. They asked, is this requester connected to my friends? And finally, Chinese employees responded primarily to authority in the form of loyalties to those of high status within their smaller group. They asked, is this requester connected to someone in my unit, especially someone who is high ranking? If someone else has been doing you a favor, how should you think then? If you've done a favor for a colleague or an acquaintance, that favor is likely to have the most impact on that person's desires to reciprocate within a short period of time following the favor. If you're the recipient of a favor, however, you need to be aware of the tendency of people in your position to downplay that favor as time goes by. If you fail to recognize the full value of the favor weeks, months, or even years after it occurred, this may ultimately damage your relationship with the favor doer. To be aware of this dynamic is something that will benefit you, especially if you live in a country where most likely to take the approach on direct reciprocation. How can we incorporate this into sales then? The first thing you can do is to try to giving away free things to potential clients you meet. If you do them a favor or help them in some way besides that you give them your pitch, your likelihood of making a deal with them should increase due to the rule of reciprocation. Let's say that a potential client meets you and two other businesses. If you're the only one who does them a favor or you're giving them something for free with no expectation of getting something in return, from my experience, you have now increased your odds of getting a deal with the client instead of them choosing another business than yours. So try to think next time you meet a client, give, 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 and then you might get something back. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Steady Improvement, and I have hoped that I've helped you in your journey of leveling up your sales skills. Until next time, peace.